0: Yeah, ten years. I've been waiting to do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very patient man. <laughs> yeah, and God's a very patient God. Thank you, Lord. Okay, so it's Cap launch day. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. And I had to laugh uh, upstairs at all those things, Pastor Kyle, that you've meant you read out. All those things. And when we moved from Glen House down to here and opened up next door, the big faith step that was, when nothing was kicking off, nothing was really happening in in this center, and yet we had the vision for a center full of life, and buzzing with life, and it's happening, it's happening, we're in it, we're in the vision, it's not just ahead of us, it is ahead of us, but we're in it now, isn't that exciting, and launching CAP is part of that vision, it's part of that vision. And I touched on it last week, and for some of you, those who who weren't here last week, I want to reiterate it this morning, that the significance of the month we're in. This has happened in the month when God provided a tenant for Glen House up the road. That means that this church starts its journey out of debt. Isn't that fantastic? Corporately. In the same month... We're launching a debt centre which will help the communities of Salford and Manchester to do what? Start their journey
1: Fantastic.
0: out of debt. Do you think there's something significant about that?
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah. <laughs> I know there's something significant about it. I had missed it, you know, until I stood on the stage last week and, that, and God spoke to me and I had to share it last week. It just came out all sorts of ways. You... Yeah, it just came out, but it's, it's significant. That's why I'm reiterating it this morning. Grab hold of that. There is significance in this month, and God is putting His stamp, his authority, his anointing on this ministry. So what is CAP? Some of you might be asking. I hear you cry. Well, CAP is Christians Against Poverty. It's a national UK charity. It's actually international. It's a debt counselling charity. Charity to help the most vulnerable and needy in the communities. Speak up for those who don't have a voice. Speak up, says the Lord in Proverbs. Be the voice. The acid test in the Old Testament of a community was how you treated the widows and orphans, right. those who didn't have a voice. And we as a church are speaking up for the vulnerable and the needy in Salford and Manchester through launching the debt centre. And that's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Now, sir, Christians Against Poverty. there's a clue in the title. It's a Christian charity founded on Christian principles, and it's a miracle in itself. And there's a book which you'll be able to have access to on the table at the back, um, which tells you all about their journey, an amazing journey. You know, they get no government funding. Do you know why? The prayer and the gospel is incompatible with our government. The prayer, praying with people, And sharing the gospel is incompatible with a lot of organizations in the secular world. But you can't keep a good man down, as we found out last week. Lazarus, come out! Jesus swiftly followed that, didn't he? He rose again. You cannot keep the life of Christ down. I'm going to read to you from Luke 4, verse 18 to 19. The Lord's Spirit is on me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to tell the prisoners they can be set free, to tell the blind they will be able to see, to free people from oppression that has crushed them, and to announce that the year of God's favor has arrived. Today is resurrection day. Tomorrow is resurrection day. Let's declare that again. I'm going to declare it over this church. The Lord's Spirit is on cap through World Harvest Bible Church in Christ. How about that? Because he is anointed... Cap through World Harvest Bible Church in Christ to preach good news to the poor. He has sent Cap through World Harvest Bible Church in Christ to tell the prisoners they can be set free and to tell them they will be able to see, to free people from the oppression that's crushed them and to announce that the year of God's favor has arrived. It's here. Fantastic. The drum roll was 10 years, but we're here, and the trumpet blast has sounded. (laughs) So what's the expression of CAP? Well, it's through the church. I've already said they don't receive government funding. It's through the body of Christ. It has to be that way. The life of Christ can only come through the body of Christ. That's why. And you know what? CAP's mandate is, yes, to get people out of debt, Three score years and ten or whatever, fantastic. But you know what? All that is pointless if they don't know Jesus. And the heartbeat of CAP is that they know Jesus. Our heartbeat is that they know Jesus. Yeah? Now, we have Cap, two expressions of CAP in this church. We have CAP money, and as of today, we have the CAP debt center. What's the difference, I hear you cry. Good question, Dave. <laughs> well, CAP money <coughs> is about prevention. It's about educating. It's about perhaps giving people who come on the cap course a pay rise when their boss won't. Helping people who've gone a little way into debt to start the journey back out. The small steps they took to get in, well, just by altering it a little bit, they can take the steps to get back out. And occasionally you come across folk who are in real serious cases. And up to now, I've had to refer those to either other charities or because the Cap Debt Centre in Salford is full. But as of today, I can refer them to Cap Head Office who will refer them to this church. Isn't that good? We can finish what's been started. Yes, they've been on the Cap Money course, but hey, they can can receive all the one-to-one help, all the face-to-face support that they need. And we can do that as of today. We can do the, the complete work for them. So what does that mean, a capped debt centre? It means we have a manager in place who's put their hands up to say, I will serve Jesus through this church as a cap debt centre manager. And I'll talk about that later. It's a huge step of faith. But also what does it mean for us? Well, there's a need for us to rise as a body and to say, I'll walk with that debt centre manager and go into that home and pray for that person and be a friend to that person. That's what it means. It's putting hands and feet on the gospel. This morning, the Cat Debt Centre is all about putting hands and feet on the gospel. And Ellie is going to come up in a minute. She's going to share all about that. And you say, Who's Ellie? Well, I'm going to tell you all about Ellie. <laughs> well, not all about Ellie, because I don't know all about Ellie. But well, I'm going to tell you what I do know about Ellie. So, church, last week, we had the away team up here, didn't we? Yeah. Every good football team, and Manchester has got great football teams. I know that frustrates those who are reds and those were blues and I'm purple. I think Manchester's fantastic. But we have great football teams. And every great football team has a great away team and a great home team. Yep, we had a great away team. Today's about the home team. That's us, guys. Every one of us in this room, we are the home team. So are you, home team, ready? Are you, Lancashire, ready for the best of Yorkshire? That's my question to you this morning. Yes. I knew that would get shout from some. Are you ready, Lancashire, for the best of Yorkshire? Come on. Yes, you are. Okay. Well, I'm going to invite onto the stage now Ellie Gage, who is the director. Listen to this title. It's fantastic. A director of people, culture, and fun.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Ellie, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Come on up, Ellie. Come on up. Bless you. Thank you.
1: Wowzers. That's a great introduction. Thank you very much. Um, oh, great. You can take that one down. Fab. Well, hello, everyone. It's my joy to be here today with you. Um, I, Me and my husband and two of our children are here with you today. Come all the way from sunny Yorkshire. It was sunny. And we've actually arrived in a sunny Manchester. I think this is one of the very few times I've been this side and seen the sun. Um, anyway, I'm sure it does, the sun shines on everyone, doesn't it? Uh, that's what the Bible says. <coughs> Great. So... Um, It's my joy to be here today, um, really just to share with you a little more about the work of Christians Against Poverty. Um, Just to tell you a little bit about me, um, I've uh, had the joy of working for CAP now for 10 years, just over 10 years, and um, I have the privilege of being part of the leadership team, um, setting out the vision and running with this thing that God has given us, um, which is to work with local church uh, to see people's lives transformed, to see people find Jesus um, through meeting very, their very practical needs. And um, this morning it's it's a delight to be able to be here on your Cap Sunday when your debt center is being launched. Uh, my heart is leaping inside um, of the, the story and the testimony of your of your vision, your prayer, the work that has gone into this moment. Um and so I'm, I'm just delighted to be here. Um so. As, as you've already been sharing so far a little bit about the work of CAP, I'm going to tell you a little bit more. I know we all want to affect our communities with God's love. We want to reflect God, don't we, and change people's lives by showing them his love in such a way that they're drawn to accept him as their personal saviour. And you as a church are doing this, I know. Did my research. I went on your website yesterday. I had a little nosy around, and I know that the heartbeat of this church is just that, is to show people Jesus, to show them God's love in very practical ways through all your Open Doors projects, very practical ways, in such a way that people are melted by the love of God, by the love of a father who's interested in their every need, so that they come to a place where they can say, do you know what, Father God, I can feel your love through the acts of your church, and I want to submit my life to you. That's our prayer, isn't it? And I know you share that, and our heartbeats are beating in the same way today. So, um, I want to do three things today. Firstly, I want to let you know about CAP. I want to tell you a little bit about our history, our values. I know you've known about CAP for a long time. You've been running the CAP money course faithfully, which is fantastic. Um, But I want to share with you a little bit about our history, our values, and our vision for any of you who might not know. Secondly, I want to explain about our different services um, briefly. Um, You know a bit about cap money already. I want to explain to you in more detail about a cap debt centre and how that works. I want to talk about cap job clubs and also our newest entrance to the cap family which is cap release groups dealing with um, people with addictions. And finally, I want to be able to give you all the opportunity today to personally get involved with what many are calling a movement of God, this work of social action, social outreach through the church. You can provide practical support, which you're going to hear more about, in sign up, signing up to be part of a prayer team, to be a befriender for your CAP debt centre, your CAP debt centre here at World Harvest Bible Church, um, to practically support financially for your CAP debt centre, and also to potentially provide financially for the wider work of CAP, for that beautiful church all over the UK, Christ's Bride. So, first of all, I want to share with you about God's heart for the poor. And I can all, already hear and have experienced this heartbeat in this place. But if you have your Bibles with you, um, I'd like you to turn to Matthew um, 25, verse 31. Matthew 25, verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him and he'll separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He'll put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. This scripture clearly defines our mandate as Christians. It's calling us to help our brothers and sisters and to reflect the love of Christ to them. And this is exactly what we do through our debt centres and our job clubs. Through your debt centre. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. Do you know, a recent survey of thousands of our clients showed that 70% had missed meals. 70% of clients that we've worked with have missed meals. We hear the stories time and time again at head office of um, the debt centre managers going into people's homes and there being very little or no food there for eating. And often parents will go without meals so that the children can eat. That's not unusual. That's actually frighteningly common. And you know the shocking thing is that this is in the UK. This is in a developed country. This is in our country. You know that there's one in four people in the UK have a personal financial problem, a a debt crisis. If you imagine where you live, think of all those front doors think that every fourth one, there's a person in there who's struggling. And of those people, as we have found, so many are missing out on food. We are able, through the work of a debt centre, and I need you to translate this into World Harvest Bible Church Debt Centre as I'm talking, because this is what you are going to be doing. We meet this immediate need by giving emergency food aid. We leave no one hungry. And after that, our work with families prioritises food in their budget to ensure they have enough to feed themselves and their children. They need not worry anymore where their next meal is coming from. You know, people often will pay whoever shouts the loudest. And um, many people um, will have collectors who will actually come and visit their home um, <clears throat> as well as the haranguing on the telephone and endless threatening letters that are written in extremely intimidating language um, Yeah, I I I won't get on the high horse of how annoyed I get when I read some of the letters that are sent to our clients that are written in virtually threatening language. And then the phone calls, the automated chasing, reminding phone calls that are relentless three times a day, four times a day, six times a day, ringing, 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 haranguing, 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 as well as people at the door coming and collecting money. People, and that isn't always because they've taken a doorstep loan, it's sometimes that debts get sold on to kind of less and less scrupulous collection companies, and by the time you get a little bit further down that road, they become less ethical, less scrupulous, and they're knocking on the door, ringing, 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 chasing, and if you imagine that's your situation, you you would, I'm sure, all be the one to kind of pay the person who's shouting the loudest. You've got someone haranguing you at the door saying, if you don't pay, we're going to come and take your goods away. Even though they might not have the legal right to actually do that, they still threaten that. People pay and then think, okay, we've now got no money for food. That's how that happens. That's how people get in that situation of being hungry. When a person is working with CAP and we've set about their budget, we will liaise with the creditors for them on their behalf. We stand in the gap. Uh, And the joy of um, Simone, who is your debt centre manager, Simone Walker is, isn't it, Um, is that she's going to be able to say. Yeah, she's sat over there. She's going to be able to say to the people she goes to visit, do you know what, don't worry about those letters. You don't even need to open them. Put them in this free post envelope, send them up to head office, and head office will deal with all of that for you. So immediately, the pressure is relieved immediately. If somebody calls you, just quickly say, Christians Against Poverty are dealing with my debt now. You can find their number online and hang up. You don't need to enter into conversation with them. Imagine going from the place of having people haranguing you on the phone, threatening letters, to somebody coming in and saying, it's all going to be okay And all those letters, all that hassle, all that stress, all that thing that's making you ill and making you not sleep at night, you can bundle it up in a free post envelope and you can send it up to Bradford and Bradford will sort that all out for you. It's all going to be okay. I don't know about you, but I think that's good news. Which the Spirit of the Lord has anointed us to take. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I was in prison and you came to visit me. From that same client survey, 64% of clients say they lived in fear. We constantly hear of clients hiding behind doors, not answering the phone or opening mail and cutting themselves off from friends and family. Ashamed, broken, Guilty, feeling stupid, not wanting people to know. I don't know about you, but that sounds like a prison to me. And um, we have the joy to take um, some clients away on on mini breaks, little client breaks that we take clients away for um, where, where there's a great need. And um, we often go as a family and... Do you know that it's heartbreaking on the first day seeing people arrive and they kind of arrive with their family and, you know, husbands and wives or, you know, guys and they kind of turn up and they they don't make eye contact and they kind of shuffle in um, a little bit suspicious normally. (laughs) not quite knowing why anybody would do anything kind for them. Because we're like, oh, we'll take your bags, we'll take them to your room for you, let's play with your kids, you go grab a coffee, we're going to play with your kids, and you just go have some fun. And, And seeing people come in, and you can visibly, virtually see the bars around them, emotionally shut down, mentally scarred, and kind of a little bit not quite sure what's happening And the joy over those client breaks, which you will experience as you work with people in your community, as you go and visit them in their prison, is that acts of kindness And practical demonstrations of the love of God, the love that the Father has for them, so much that he sent his son to die for them. That love practically outworked by saying, hey, we can take you and get an emergency food shop. Let's fill your cupboards that will see you through for this next couple of weeks until your budget's up and running and and things are on an even keel. Hey, we can help you. Why don't we bring your kids down to a kids thing at church and you can have an hour of peace and just... go for a walk or or have a sleep or or something. Acts of kindness melt people. And we've seen people melting in front of our eyes like a closed up tight flower that kind of just starts to unfold and unfurl. And as you work with people in your community, as, as you've done that whole visiting them in their prison, you will have the joy of seeing their physical and mental and emotional and spiritual selves melting and opening to the love of God, to human kindness, um, which is a wonderful thing. The model of the Cap Debt Centre is to visit people in their home. So it's not come to our building, come to us, although there's a great community that happens in a building like this, as you've been um, hearing about through open doors. But going to visit them in their comfortable surroundings, on their turf, going and visiting them. We engage with them, support them, We offer to pray with them, and that's the key thing that the government doesn't like, (laughs) and a lot of the funding agencies really don't like the fact that we we will not compromise the fact that we'll always offer Jesus, always. Because yes, we can help practically; we can sort out their finances, we can get food on their table, we can help them with lots of practical needs. But we all know that actually the most important need they have is of a saviour, and of Jesus. And we, as Christians against poverty, we refuse to change our name. We're Christians Against Poverty. It's a mouthful to say, but we're saying it because we're wanting to keep Jesus front and central. One of our cultural values is to be Christ-centered. And um, we will offer Jesus an offer to pray at every single home visit that happens. So when Simone is going into people's homes in your community, there will be an offer of prayer. Can I pray for you? And that happens at different times in the conversation. Sometimes it's really appropriate to do that right at the beginning. And you just, the, the need is so obvious and the person is in such a, a place. It's like, do you know what, can I pray for you? <laughs> and sometimes it happens at the end as a, as a kind of parting, leaving peace in the home. And you know what? The majority of our clients that we visit say yes to that question. Because most people who do not yet have a saviour, who do, y- do not yet know what life is about, are crying out for, you've got something that can help? Yes, please. I remember that's part of our, our founder, John Kirkby. Um, it's part of his testimony, is that he was destitute, he was alone, he was a single father, he had a, a failed marriage and failed businesses, he was in debt, he was alone, he was living in a bedsit, he had two small daughters that he saw like on weekends and... Somebody invited him to a barbecue, and and his testimony is, you, you want, you're inviting me out to a barbecue to meet people and have people talk to me? Yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah, I'd love to come to a barbecue. I'd love to have someone talk to me and have someone look after me, someone feed me. People are hungry. I think we underestimate the power of that need within everybody. We all have it and we have it satiated. We have it met through our relationship with Jesus. But you know, people who do not yet know Jesus, they have that burning hunger within them and they don't quite know what to do with it. They put it in lots of the wrong places. But you know, when we're in their home and we're able to say, can I pray for you? Jesus has done this for me. He's sorted my life out. He gives me peace. He gives me joy. He helps me with my kids. He helps me with my uh, relationships. He helps me with my day-to-day. Can I pray for you? Can I pray to that same Jesus for you? I know, and our work tells us that people generally are, yes, please, yes, what have you got? Yes, please. If it's something that can help, yes, please. Our clients say they don't feel judged and that their self-esteem is restored. And as a result, they're able to establish friendships. You know, part of that prison is that you you begin to shut off because of the shame and because of the guilt and because of the feeling stupid and no one else has got themselves in such a mess. How daft am I? Or often attached to illness, mental health illness, just general illness. Then comes unemployment. Then comes debt problem. Um, All of that. And people begin to retreat. And, and go in on themselves and so by, by doing the home visit and able, being able to say can I pray for you we have a whole host of people at our church who would love to be your friend they want to look after you, they can, you can come your kids can come down to our kids stuff and get stuck in you can come for a meal etc all of a sudden that faith in humankind it begins to be restored and relationships become a viable option for people again as opposed to uh, retracting in. This is often the biggest need for people who are isolated, that need to establish relationship and friendships again. Again, on, on the discovery breaks that, that we go on, um, I, I can remember one lady at the end of the few days kind of saying, this has restored my hope that there are some nice people still in the world, that in human kindness, now I know that it's God kindness and, and it's the love of God through us that that person experienced, but it's that, it's that restoring people's hope again. And that happens through local church. That's why we only work through local church. Um, We get loads of people who, oh, I used to work in a bank, I'm a financial advisor, I've got a finance background, I'd like to be a debt counsellor for CAP. Um, Can can I set up with you and become one of your agents? So it's like, well, go speak to your church leader (laughs) because we will only work in partnership with a church. Because of this reason, the community that it provides for people, that relationship, the the capacity for people to belong, to feel engaged, which is a core need for all of us, is is that need to belong and be in community. And we know that this community is God's idea. Uh, We need people, we all need each other. And so this means that yes, we're sorting out their debts, but yes, we're also helping them find community um, and find love, friendship, relationships again. I was ill and you looked after me. 67% of clients have visited their GP with stress-related issues. Over half of these were then prescribed medicine to cope. CAP is able to take away the worry and burden of debt and brings a hope and a future which reduces those stress-related issues. Anxiety is an epidemic in our country and anxiety coming from financial stress financial problems is massive in our country uh, as i say the people down your street there will be one in four of them who is struggling with finance and quite possibly struggling with mental health issues anxiety stress not sleeping leading to depression etc cetera, etc cetera. and that ability for the debt centre manager to go into someone's home and say, it's all going to be okay. We can take all that from you. We can deal with your creditors. Eventually they will shush because they'll know that you're working with us. The budget and the payments will all be happening. Um, You'll be on an even keel. Peace is on its way. We will take that from you. How many people know that's got to be good news? To someone who's used to Dreading the postman coming for what might come through the door. It's not unusual for clients to have bags full of unopened letters. That when the debt centre manager in the home says, "Okay, um, so can you give me the latest bill for everything you're in arrears with, or all your outstanding kind of your latest credit card bill, or loan, or mortgage, whatever it might be, water arrears, etc." And there's a lot of clients who have, "Oh, this is the drawer. They have that drawer." and inside are loads of unopened letters. Sometimes we've had black bags full, which is quite fun at head office then when they arrive, and it kind of all has to go out on the floor to try and sort it all out, to find what's the actual most recent letter, because there's hundreds to go through. Out of the back of the sofa, under the sofa. That's what people are living with. And we're able to say, we will take away that burden Like you, we believe that we should not just sit back and be passive, but together we can all do something. Through debt centers, through the money education work, CAP money, and our job clubs and release groups, we're not only meeting their practical needs, but we want to bring the good news to the poor. CAP is a 21st century example of living out Matthew 25. cat money you are very very familiar with because you have been running cat money here for, uh, for quite some time now. In our society, I will just give you some stats, 61% of people feel financially insecure. of people in the UK feel financially insecure, which is a fantastic opportunity for the local church to play its part in teaching people basic money management skills. And that's where cap money hits. Bang on the money. You feel financially insecure. You're not confident around finances. You don't really know what you're doing. You keep getting in a pickle. Come on a cap money course. Come to the church for the answer to that problem. Cap Job Clubs. More recently we've launched Cap Job Clubs, uh, which is a fresh way for churches to tackle the huge problem of unemployment within marginalised groups of society in the UK. Cap Job Clubs equip churches to assist people in their journey to work by providing tools for personal and practical development. We currently have um, 93, I think that that number's a little bit out of date, I think it's a bit more than that, Um, job clubs up and running in the UK, and our aim is to see us topping well over 100, 150 in this coming year. It is a growing work. Um, The job clubs that are up and running, we get um, stories through of of people finding work, people's esteem being built up again, people kind of having confidence again to think, oh, okay, I I can do an interview, I've I've done some practice work on that. I now feel confident to go and do an interview, to work on my CV. Um, The self esteem of the skills that a person does have and how they can best use those. So we hear stories of people getting into paid employment, people being in voluntary opportunities, which is fantastic experience then and is a step towards paid employment. Getting out there, getting your face known to potential employers is is one of the keys that we share. Um, And we're also seeing people saved. We're seeing people find Jesus as they try to find a job <laughs> how cool is that um because it's the church and it's like we can't help sharing the good news can we because we know ultimately yeah you need a job yes you need your debt sorted out yes you need to understand budgeting but you need Jesus you need Jesus you need um a savior and so, um, Job Clubs is, is fantastic. It's, throwing, it's thriving. It's a growing team. So, at Head Office, we've been recruiting this year to get new people in to support that ministry uh, and to manage the growing network uh, of Job Club managers all over the UK. So, we're very excited, uh, excited about that, really kind of meeting that need again, a practical need, but very much alongside the love of Jesus. Uh, and the gospel Uh, and as Peter said earlier you know our, our evangelism runs absolutely in tandem with everything we do as an organization we will not step out on into anything that doesn't promote the gospel that doesn't share the gospel it's meeting a practical need and sharing the gospel that's what we're about and then the newest addition to the cap family is our release groups During the last um, 18 and a half years, we've worked extensively in local communities, and we have seen the devastating impact that addictions and dependencies have on people's lives, causing financial and relational poverty. Our latest project, Cap Release Groups, seeks to tackle this growing problem. We've already trained 21 churches. That will have gone up because we had training on Thursday, Friday this this week just gone. So that number is already out of date. It's great that our numbers are out of date so quickly. Um... So we've trained, um, it's probably about getting towards 30-odd churches now to run release groups to reach their local community. CAP Release Groups equips churches with the tools they need to reach those people struggling under the burden of dependencies such as drinking, gambling, shopping, internet addictions, etc., the course itself is inspired by the principle, the principles of the Christian 12 Steps, a program that has seen millions of people find freedom from life-controlling issues. You know, at Alcoholics Anonymous, AA, they talk about the higher power. So they have their 12 Steps in dealing with that addiction. And they talk about a higher power. Well, we have 12 Steps, but we talk about Jesus because he is the higher power. He is the one that we all need to, to hook into so it features, again, the trademark of CAP, practical and spiritual tools to help people overcome their dependencies. Like all of CAP's work, release groups are evangelistic in nature and give people an opportunity to encounter Jesus. We believe this exciting new project could one day see thousands of people come to know freedom from their life-controlling habits. And, you know, it's, it's, it's aimed at Christians, Christians, non-Christians alike. But it it has, as I say, Jesus in there right from the outset, because we believe ultimately that's where true freedom comes. Uh, And so the course is very much tailored toward that. And both job clubs and release groups have that community aspect to them. Um, Meeting in a church, so uh, like your open doors kind of concept where it's a drop-in, it's a community. Come to the job club, come to the release group. Uh, It meets in church, there's a community, you can get support uh, and help, practical support friendship relationships um that that is how they work so that's a whistle stop tour of all our other services are you all right you're all with me so far excited about the work of cap even more excited about your cap debt center i hope so fantastic um I do want to mention we have um, brought some books with us today. Um, The Nevertheless book, which is the story of CAP. It's John Kirkby. It's written in a journal style, so like a diary uh, of John's story of setting up Christians against poverty. It's a work of faith not fiction, it's a work of faith. Um, it details the challenges that um, have been overcome, the miracles that have happened to see CAP where it is today. Um, it's, a, it's a very uh, inspiring read, I would say. Um, I, most people I know have kind of picked it up and then not put it down and have read it in like a couple of, a couple of hours or, or a day or something. Today we want to give this book away to you. If you would like the book, we want to give it away to you for free. Um, But what we would like is to try and connect with you uh, and get just your contact details, basically. And so on your seats, there are some pieces of paper uh, that you can fill out your contact details on to be able to get a free copy of the book. You know, we're in such a pioneering work, dealing in the enemy's territory. We need so much prayer covering our ministry um, and the prayer support from people like yourselves who have a heart for what we have a heart for in reaching out practically, reaching out with the gospel. And uh, we need to know that there are an army all up, up and down this country who are supporting us in any and every way possible. So, we would love you to connect with us, and so there's information there for you to fill out your details, and if you come to us with filled out details at the end, then we more than happily give you a copy of Nevertheless for you to take away, read, be inspired by, and then pass on to someone else to read and be inspired also. Um, So, feel free to fill that out as um, we just watched a DVD just with some client stories on to share a little bit about what CAP has felt like for those people Um, and our very own John Kirkby makes an appearance at the end also.
2: My generation doesn't have financial problems. They keep anything like that to themselves. I was made redundant and couldn't meet my commitments. I allowed my debts to grow and grow. I had a nervous breakdown and I made two attempts at suicide. I was in despair.
3: When I fled from an abusive relationship, I had lost everything and was getting deeper and deeper into debt. I felt very guilty and ashamed and uh, even contemplated suicide, because then at least I could leave the children the life insurance policy.
2: When I lost my job, I gave up. I didn't tell anyone about my debts. I just tried to forget about it by drinking. In the end we were evicted and had to go to a homeless hostel. I thought about suicide a lot. It seemed like an easy answer. I thought if I wasn't here then at least Jackie and the kids would be looked after.
4: Thousands of people in our communities, our neighbourhoods are in debt,
5: suffering in silence. Every third person who calls Christians Against Poverty for help is actually suicidal. That is why we are on a mission to reach thousands of people before it's too late. We simply cannot sit back and watch debt destroy thousands of people's lives when we have got the answer.
3: When I told my friend at school, um, it it was a great relief when she told me that there was somebody who could help I called Joe, and uh, she was so friendly and when she came to my house she was like an angel really because you know when you're struggling and you don't know who to talk to and somebody comes in and they can help you it's like it's like there's hope you know you see this hope through this black cloud.
5: The very very first little seed was planted the day Owen walked through the door because good things have only happened since he walked through. I don't think I'd ever met anybody that had such enthusiasm for helping people. I didn't like to talk about it
2: with anyone else, but I felt no qualms about talking about it with Joe and and Jeff who came to see me. I can't tell you what a relief it was, it was absolutely superb, they didn't make any judgement about me, they took me as I was and as I am and said right we're going to get you out of this. She went and I I sat over there on the sofa and I cried because I cried with relief
3: and it was just brilliant. She took all the paperwork, she did, a, she did the budget for me, and I just knew if I stick to this budget, I'll, you know, we'll be fine. And that's what we did.
5: With the structure that CAP gives you, it changed my whole perspective. It makes you feel responsible again, and it made me want to change. It made
2: me want to get out of debt. Knowing that CAP was on my side, and, and then also that the church, the Par Street Church was on my side as well, was great. Absolutely, completely changed my life. From sheer desperation to now having a a reason to live and a reason to be happy and a reason to go on. If CAP hadn't come into my life when it did, I'd be dead. Simple as that.
3: CAP's definitely saved my life. Definitely. I don't don't know where I'd be without CAP today. They've, They've just been amazing and I'm so grateful that they exist and that they care about people like me.
5: When I look back now and think that how low I'd got, and it is only through CAP, we come out of it, because without that, I don't think I'd have made it.
3: The day I went debt free was like a major celebration. I felt such freedom, I felt so liberated, I felt good that I had paid all the debt back because I wanted to pay it back. So it was amazing, absolute freedom.
2: So many things have happened and so many things that occurred in my life that now, that I know, are because A, I pray and B, because I, I believe
5: since I found God, it's, it's changed everything. Every single day, I pray and give thanks that I have found my way, and now my family as well. CAP is saving thousands of lives will you join over 25,000 other people and give five pound a month or more to the work of christians against poverty and together let's go and reach people and bring the good news of jesus into people's lives together we can do this thing
1: so there you kind of hear it from three clients three different experiences but that's exactly what simone is going to be doing she's going to be going into people's homes in your community And she's going to be taking that sense of non-judgmental, peace-bringing hope into people's homes. And as those clients expressed that feeling of relief, so much so that the guy sat on his sofa and cried, just with relief that somebody was helping him. Being back in the the world of the living, you know, being back among people, that's the hope that is going to be brought through your Cap Debt Centre, to your community, to the people around you. You are now meeting that need in your community by saying yes to your CAP Debt Centre. I want to take this opportunity to thank Simone, Alan, for the team, for being willing to say yes and to put your faith into action and saying yes, we're going to do this. I want to thank you on behalf of the people who you're about to encounter. You know, I... um, I always kind of have this thought that, you know, God knows the people that you're going to be visiting, Simone. He knows them already. And I know that there are some booked in already, aren't there? Uh, It's already up and running. But you know, the the people who are going to be coming across your path, who are going to be coming into this building, who you're going to get to know, God already knows what's happening and where those people are at. And my prayer is God keep them until such time as you're able to get to them. I'm here to tell you that your church is going to make a massive impact in your community. I've seen so many churches and communities change as a result of having a CAP debt centre. And it's so encouraging and exciting to think that that is going to happen here. You know, churches have, have kind of testified that, you know, their church has grown. So you guys will grow in your faith and in what God has deposited in you for you to outwork. It's, it's a wonderful thing how God how God kind of weaves everything together. But, you know, you are about to grow. <laughs> so I hope you're ready for that. <laughs> um, as people come through your door, you, you know, who won't know about church, they won't know what the norm is, they won't know what to do, um, and they'll need someone to draw alongside them. Now, I know from my experience here this morning that you've got that nailed. Your welcome is fantastic. Uh, and you have team who are on that. Um, uh, but, you know, it's going to take more than just the guys at the door. Yeah. It's going to take all of you, as I look through every seat in this building, it is a family job. It's not the dad's job. It's not the mum's job. It's the family's job to make this work. And so you are about to be stretched and challenged by God for all that he's called you to do. And I'm trying to look at you all. (laughs) There's too many of you. But, you know, you have been called, you've been saved for a purpose, people. You haven't just been saved to sit here. You haven't been saved to get your ticket to heaven. Um, You haven't been saved even just to help you and your family and your immediate circle of influence. But you've been called for great things. And God's deposited in you the same power that raised Jesus from the dead to achieve mighty things in his name. And that's going to outwork through the lives of the people in your community, the people who will come across your path, who will walk in this door. As I said, CAP debt centres, your debt centre is going to be a living demonstration of that Matthew 25, feeding the hungry, I love that you're doing food bank, that is awesome, that's going to so tick that box for the CAP debt centre, feeding the hungry, befriending strangers, that's where you come into play guys, because you are the befrienders and they're going to kind of be sharing more about this potentially later but This debt centre will not work if it's only Simone who's doing it. It won't work if it's only, you know, the guys who are super passionate about CAP who are doing it. It will work and achieve mighty things for your community if all of you are willing to say, yes, I'm going to play my part, this is my time. I've been called for such a time as this, say you to reach out to the people that come across your path. And there are going to be a whole bunch of people coming across your path. So befrienders are needed. People who can go and do the home visits with Simone. So you will have seen on those visits on the screen, there were a couple of people who went in, we don't send people on their own into a home, but send somebody along with them to be a befriender. And while Simone is busy sorting out all the paperwork, the finances, taking all that detail, sorting all, all that technical, practical stuff out, Having someone alongside who can be the smiler, I always think. You know, because Simone's going to be busy filling out a fact find, we call it, on that first visit. And he's someone who's there just to maybe, maybe play with the kids so that the mum or dad can get on with the fact find. Maybe be the person who just smiles reassuringly all the time so that they know it's all going to be okay. And then be the person who follows up to say, oh, we're having a barbecue at church, do you want to come? And remember what I said about John. Yes, I'd love to come to a barbecue. What, you've got a kids' fun day planned? I would love to bring my kids to a fun day. And it's you who will be able to do that and ask and make those invitations happen. So the, the role of befrienders for a cap debt centre is absolutely crucial. It will be the se- success or otherwise of your cap debt centre. I can't say that strongly enough. So please, I think the, Simone's going to be around, some of the team are going to be around afterwards and they might talk a bit more about this later. Um, but if they don't, I'm going to say it anyway. You need to get to the back with your filled out form that says, yes, i be a befriender yes i'll pray yes i'll support financially yes 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 because that is what you're called for that is the role of the church is to reach out to its community to give practical help and to lead them and point them to jesus amen we we one of our main driving forces as i've already said is to see people saved and the great news is that since we've started we've seen thousands of people come to christ well uh, Approaching 5,000, I think, and if you count kind of children, etc., it's way more than that. Um, last year alone, there were over 700 adults that were led to Christ through the work of Christians Against Poverty which is fantastic, but I don't know about you, I'd like to see that number doubled, tripled, quadrupled, because to me, that's like that's not enough. Come on, we need to see more. And we are on our knees praying for that at head office. We're really excited about the potential for this year and for your debt centre. Just imagine when the first client here at World Harvest Bible Church Salford becomes debt-free... You'll know you've played a small part in making that happen and helping them along the way. That's fantastic. But what about when the first person through the CAP Debt Centre here at World Harvest Bible Church Salford has said yes to Jesus and is here on the front row saying, I'm praising my Jesus, my Saviour. And you will know... Where you have said yes, you will know that you have played a small part, or sometimes a large part, in making that happen. How great will that be? And that is the excitement that lies before you. So, I want to encourage you to get involved. That's the message. Get involved. Get involved in your debt centre here in church. Don't think someone else is going to do it because it's you. And if I could look at you all in the eyes, I would be looking at you all in the eyes to say, it's you. It's you. Get involved. Pray. Support financially. I know there's a a financial cost attached to this, people, because there's a lot of work that goes into running a debt centre. And you need to be involved in that financial cost. As a church, you need to get behind this debt centre so that it works and is, is funded in the proper way. I also want to ask you, if I may, about supporting the wider work of Christians Against Poverty as well. And on the forms that you have on your chairs, there is a tick box at the bottom that talks about supporting just a small amount to support the ongoing work of Christians Against Poverty. We have a massive vision. As I say, we're quite unreasonable with all our numbers uh, as a team. And like that salvation number, I kind of think, oh, that's too low. We need more centres. We need more job clubs. We need more release groups. We need more churches partnering in in this way of social action and the gospel. We want to get to 500 centres all over the UK. That's our vision. It's massive. We're currently on, and again, this number's out of date, but we're currently on, I think it's 273, something like that. Um, And we need that to grow and grow quickly. We want to increase our Cap Money partner churches to 2,500. We want to grow our new job clubs initiative to 500 churches running a job club. We want to allow as many people as possible in the UK to have access to our services. It's a massive vision, and we need the help of people like you to make it happen. As Peter said at the beginning, we don't get government funding. Uh, they don't like the fact that we talk about Jesus. They don't like the fact that we offer to pray with every client and we refuse to stop doing that. We've lost significant funding because of that. We've lost significant support from various kind of uh, umbrella advice bodies who've kind of walked away from us um, and because we refuse to say we won't offer to pray, we will offer to pray and we will continue to do so. So the only reason we can keep going and run debt centres in partnership with churches like yours is where people who share our heart to see people save lives transformed through the local church are willing to say, do you know what? Yep, I could afford three quid a month or twelve pounds a month or whatever it might be. The price of a coffee a week, the price of a Starbucks, I always think that's that kinda brings it home to me. It's that the price of a posh coffee a week would be like a ten pounds a month life changer. Life Changer is our regular monthly giving program. And I just want to appeal to you if, if you have been inspired by some of what you've heard this morning, some of what you saw on the screen, and you think, actually, yes, I'm totally I'm funding my church and debt centre, and that has to be the first priority. But if there are any of you here, and you've potentially been um, moved by the Cat Money course, and you know, if you've done Cat Money, um, Who knows that you end up with surplus money. (laughs) Uh, It's somehow magic. I don't quite know how it works. I guess it's the power of budgeting. Um, But if you are like us and you're kind of running the cat money model and you think, actually, that means that I often end up with a a spare £10 in my purse. It's like, because I haven't spent it out of that cash that I got out earlier in the week. And suddenly there's extra funding that you think, "Mm, I've got a bit of extra cash. Can I appeal to you? Maybe a great investment for that extra little bit of money would be to become a life changer today and support the wider work of CAP so that other churches, like your church, are able to get into partnership with CAP and run debt centres, job clubs, release groups and the CAP money course. Get involved. Get behind your cap debt centre. Become a befriender. Become a prayer supporter. Support financially. And um, yeah, just follow in the footsteps of Jesus and know that the anointing is on you to take that good news to the poor. Thanks ever so much for listening, people. It's been an absolute privilege and I look forward to talking to some more of you at the end. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Ellie. That's fantastic. I know many of you will have been moved this morning. And you need to follow up on that. It's really key. Now, cap. If the cap fits, wear it. It's a phrase we have, isn't it, in the UK? If the cap fits, wear it. So that means, what does that mean? It means something like this. We get out of our offices, our comfy homes. We take off our jackets. We roll up our sleeves. There you go. And we get stuck in. Yeah, there's a work for us to do, and we all can play a part in it. So my challenge to you now, as Ellie, you brilliant. You have done what I was gonna do. Absolutely brilliant. So thank you. You did it far better than than, than I. <clears throat> Didn't she do well? These forms. And I just want to highlight a couple of things. Befrienders. Absolutely we need befrienders. We need you. You, who's a believer? Put your hand up. Yeah. Say, I'm a believer. <laughs> Say, I'm a befriender. <laughs> and I'll try. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely. We're looking for befrienders who'll commit uh, for a, a year. For a year to walk with Simone. That's a long walk. <laughs> no, for a year to, to support her in the ministry. Mondays and Thursdays. In the daytime, for two to three hours, would you be available? Because Simone will see someone on a Monday. She might follow up the following week on a Thursday and might meet them again on another Monday. They're the days she works. Could you support her? Could you be that person, that befriend her to go with her? Prayer, absolutely key. And on here, we've got those boxes. We've got those boxes. Could you take a couple of minutes to fill in those forms, please? Could you just... Have a look. Discuss with your partner next. Discuss with your husband and wife next to you. What could we do? What could be our part to play in this journey? It's a journey out of debt, but look at it this way. You can be part of their journey into ever-increasing freedom. And as you exercise your faith muscles, you will be inspired. As you share your life, you'll be inspired. These forms are inside Uh, The forms, the sheets you were given when you came in. So I just challenge you and encourage you. What's your part that you could play in that? I'd like, while you're doing that, I would just like to invite Joy up for two minutes, because Joy had never been a befriender before. She's a very friendly person. I know Joy very well, but she'd never been a befriender before. And I thought it'd be really good if Joy, fresh, fresh out of being a befriender, just this this week. Could just give an insight on what it's like being a befriender?
5: Hi. Um, yes, I went out with Simone last Monday uh, to her first visit, and it was a privilege to be able to go into somebody's home. So you're going into a stranger's home. So I suppose there's a little bit of anxiety and anticipation. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know what to expect. But actually, as even Ali said this morning upstairs, that you've got the opportunity to go into somebody's home. They already know that you're a Christian. So you don't have to do that bit, it's done already. And you're just there to smile. Not just sit there and smile actually for two hours and do nothing else. <laughs> but you're there to just help and support Simone. And, and also to, and to help and support the client. And to pray quietly, you know, while um, Simone's talking to them. And it's just, just being there and helping that person feel at ease. They are struggling. That person, the lady we met, she was struggling. She was desperate. She needed help. And you're taking in hope. It, it's not hard. It wasn't hard. It's just you being you. And I, d- I just sat and we just chatted. Um, talked about just general things as you would if you were stood at, some, at the bus stop with somebody and just making conversation. Uh, talking about, she's sh- sharing a little bit about herself, about her family, and listening to what she's saying and just picking up on general conversation so that then you can pick on, follow that through. She was talking about her children, her grandchildren, and I just followed that through later on while Simone was busy with all the paperwork. And then she was happy to get her photographs out and on her iPad and show me her children, her grandchildren, and talk about her family, talk about her life. That they saw that you were interested in them as people, that you wanted to know them, you wanted to understand them. We're not just there to convert them. We're there to help them, to support them, and to bring them through. And it was an absolute privilege, and I loved it, actually. It was great, just being able to go in and help somebody and share life with them, really.
0: Thank you, Joy. So, Joy... <coughs> Of course, you're a qualified accountant and technically expert at everything mathematical, aren't you? Not at all. Oh, you're not? (laughs) Oh, right. So you had no serious skills, really, for going into this on that? No. no. There you go. How about that? (laughs) And would you go again? Yes, in fact, tomorrow. Wow. Thank you very much, Joy. Thank you. Anybody can do this, guys. We can do it. Yeah? Simone has stepped into this office of Cap Debt Centre Manager. And we want to see this office fully funded. Now, Pastel and Claire shared that they've committed to do the first hour, and in faith, Jill and I have committed to do the last hour, even though all the other hours aren't complete yet. So you could say we've done the second one, but no, we've done the last one. That's our declaration, because all the others are going to be full. So we currently have five hours filled. Isn't that good? Before we've launched. I think that's tremendous, before we've launched. And now... We are looking, this this, this could be your part to play in this. I really want you to prayerfully consider this. Could could you support the debt center manager financially for one hour for a month? One hour a week for a month. Minimum wage, so six pounds, whatever pence it is, per hour. And that comes out roughly at a monthly cost of 25 pounds. For that, you can change someone's life. And you're part of their journey out of debt. Even if you never saw them. You are part. You're playing your part in that. It's as good as being the striker, getting the goal. (laughs) Okay? You're playing a key part in that. Right now, we're going to ask Simone to come up. Because we're going to pray for Simone. I think this is really important. Because as we've been reading in John, uh, what jumped out at me was Caiaphas was against Jesus, but he was in an office of high priest. And even in, even being against Jesus and being in office of high priest, he spoke something out about Jesus that was prophetic, that this Jesus would change everything for the nation, and he has. So the, the importance of office cannot be underestimated. I can't overestimate it, is what I mean. <laughs> so Pastor Alan Claire, can you come up, please? And Ellie as well. Pastor Alan and Claire, obviously representing World Harvest Bible Church. Ellie, representing CAP. We're going to pray for... Simone, who represents the office of debt centre manager, the two anointings, the two streams are coming together. Now that's exciting. We've already had that in this church: two streams coming together, two different churches making to get coming together as one. So I'd like, you, if you may, would you pray for Simone for this office?
4: Yeah, I want you to understand this. this has already started. So the first client has already been seen, and two others are booked in. We need. This to become a reality in your hearts, even if it isn't in ours. Because it already is in the Father's. You know, well, it's His will getting prayed out on the earth. All right? So it's, I want you to just stretch forth your hands, like you're laying hands on, on Simone physically, like we are. So we're putting our hands on Simone. We're, we're investing her with a grace and fresh anointing. But it's a specific anointing. It's debt-breaking anointing. It's supernatural anointing. Father, we just lay aside Simone for this task of being the cap center manager and we declare that the anointing of the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is in you, not just on you. In you, to have the right words to speak at the right moment, to have supernatural wisdom that sees beyond what is in front of your eyes and to be able to minister God's love and mercy into hearts and into homes. Supernatural grace to take the peace of Christ right into the heart of turmoil and to speak to storms and command winds and problems to cease and stop in Jesus' name that that person will go to the other side safely. I thank you that you are anointed to bring hope, transformation into hearts. Hope for the future, hope for the now, hope for families. And we just set you aside right now in Jesus' name and we proclaim liberty for you. We call into finances, we call in the helpers, the befrienders. We call in the prayer team. We call in that uh, uh, provision of miracles where, uh, when Cap Center uh, uh, head office uh, contact the uh, the creditors, there's going to be agreement. There's going to be uh, right deals. There's going to be debt release and cancellations, not just money demanded. I thank you, Father, that as Simone goes into homes with a befriender, there's going to be supernatural peace that passes understanding. So those in debt will actually stay the course. They will actually hook into the deliverance that you, the Father, are offering. I thank you, Father, Father not just for hope, but the impartation. Father, uh, of that spirit of self-control into lives. That what is out of control will come under the control of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Jesus.
1: Yeah, Father, I just pray your protection over Simone, God, and her family. Father, as she is walking in the darkness, I pray that her light would shine out so brightly, God. We thank you that this light is going in the darkness and um, will take light into the shadowiest of corners. And I just pray protection in every way over Simone, over her family, over every befriender. I pray, God, that they would go in the protection of of heaven, God that angels will be alongside them going into every home God Uh, and Father I pray that that light will uh, bring hope bring truth bring peace bring reconciliation bring families staying together coming back together relationships marriages being saved children and parents reunited grandparents and children reunited all that stuff we know happens I just pray that that will come out of this light that will go into the darkness in Jesus'
4: name, Amen. Amen. Yeah, thank you, Father. Let's just stand as we. I just want us to lift up Salford and Manchester, the northwest, and just I want you just to lift up people. Just as you raise your hands to the Father, just see you lifting people up before Him, lifting them up before the Father. Father, we just thank you that debts being lifted off of people. I thank you for supernatural grace right there across this whole region, Father. We declare this region shall become debt-free, that the debts of this nation will be able to shift off this nation, the debts being repaid in families, in situations, in companies, in individuals in, in, and, in, and in each generation, Father. Our young people being free of it, our old people being free of it, Father. Those who are, are coming into this land and becoming free of it. Father, I thank you, Father, for transformation in the financial state. Not just the rich getting richer, but those who have sharing with those who need. Father, we just thank you for supernatural wealth transformation transferring father supernatural wealth release for prosperity and businesses father lord i thank you for employing people father they just that, lord we won't just see 16 hours covered as a church but that we will see the remainder so a full-time person can be able to be uh, set in place here father father we are we're looking for that supernatural release And we just say, we're here as a church, Father. Send us. We hear you saying, who will go? And we say, us. Me personally, Father. In Jesus' name. And I just, right now, just, if you're hearing that call to be a befriender, Monday and a Thursday during the day, male or female, we need both. Young or old, we need both. I want you to acknowledge that, and just inside, there's just that kind of that. Yeah, I could be me. I wonder if you're thinking it could be, it is you. It's not could it be? I want you to just say right now, just quietly, maybe in your, under your breath, "It's me, Lord. I, I hear you. I hear you, Father." And I want you to come to Simone at the end of the service. And I want you to actually fulfill what God's saying. And there's others, you know, we're sowing to so many different areas, finances. But Claire and I, when we were getting out of debt many years ago, what we actually did, we actually sowed. We had back then into CAP and into other people that were in debt. We ourselves needed debt release. And we went and made that step and we went, right, here's some money. And we sowed into that. So don't let the fact that you're in debt stop you going and taking a little bit of seed and actually believing God we're speaking this into being. But also, as right now, I just believe as as you hear that call, it's twenty five pound a month with gift aid makes twenty eight pounds, which is, is an hour covered of a basic a, a minimum salary. That is, it's not even significant salary; it's it's minimum wage. Just to hear that call. Just yeah, Lord, that's us. Sign that piece of paper. Make that standing order happen. Don't 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 walk away today, and think, "Oh, I won't do it." Decide in your heart. Okay, it's rare in this church that I make a plea, and go on about it. But I want to actually. I really believe this is really significant for us as a church. Claire and I set the first hour. We went. It isn't like we got the money. We're believing that each month we'll be able to put that in there. That's what we're, we're, it's not that we've got the money, all right? We have because Jesus says so. But out of our normal budget, we couldn't see how to do it. But we went. We're going to lead the way. We're going to put that first twenty-five pounds in with Gift Aid, and break something uh, over this church, over the over this nation. Okay? We refuse as the pastors to be bound by what we can see. And that's what I just want you to join with us. You know, yeah, we're going to India, we're going to other places this year, and there's money needed for that. But I want to say right from the start, I'd like to see 16 hours covered. we We set a promise that Within six months, we would see something and Within the year, we'd see something We're Actually, do you know what? Right from the start, let's believe. Father, you work the hearts, Father, not me. In Jesus' name, amen.
3: I want to declare it open, because we yeah. said this is the launch. So we declare today that the Debt Centre here is open.
4: Yes. yes. Open. Amen. Yes. <laughs>